This audio is presented by Hacker Noon, where anyone can learn anything about any technology. Writing an infinitely long essay using state pattern in Python, by Ayush. Let's write an infinitely long essay. But that's an impossible task. However, we can create a process that, if run forever, would generate an infinitely long essay. Close enough. Now, you can obviously generate a long and repetitive essay with a single line of Python code yawn. Boring. Instead, we will generate a much more interesting essay using the state design pattern in this article. First, we will understand what state machines are and how they're related to the state design pattern. Next, we will create a state machine that can generate a reasonably interesting and infinite essay. Then, we will briefly go over the state design pattern. Finally, we will translate that state machine into object-oriented code using the state design pattern. Software design patterns are effective ways to solve commonly occurring problems. When applied appropriately, software design patterns like the state pattern can help you write better scalable, maintainable, and testable software. State machine. In essence, the state design pattern translates a state machine into object-oriented code. If you aren't familiar with state machines, it's a pretty simple concept. A state machine has states and transitions. States are certain properties of our system of interest, and state transitions are actions that change these properties and thereby also cause a state change. Since I have a robotics background, among other things, and because state machines are used extensively in robotics, I'll use a simple example of a robot vacuum cleaner to illustrate how state machines work. The state machine diagram paints an intuitive picture of how the robot operates, even if you've never encountered state machines. Let's go over this operation step by step. 1. The robot starts in the docked state. The black dot indicates the starting state. 2. If the robot detects its battery is low, it begins charging itself, charging state, until its battery is full. Once the battery is full, it returns to the docked state. 3. In the docked state, if the robot detects that the floor is dirty, and its battery is not low, it starts cleaning the floor, cleaning state. 4. In the cleaning state, if the robot gets low on battery, then it goes to charge itself. And if the floor is clean, the robot returns to its dock, docked state. Thus, our robot vacuum cleaner has three states, docked, cleaning, and charging, and has transitions based on sensory detection of the floor and its battery. Simple state machine for infinite essay. Now that we understand state machines at a basic level, let's create a state machine capable of writing an infinite essay. Above is a state machine that uses English grammar to generate an essay comprised of short, simple sentences. I promise we'll get to a more interesting version very soon, but this should serve as a good starting point for understanding. Let's go over how it works. 1. Starting in the noun state, we generate a noun by picking from some predefined list of nouns. Let's say our noun is, the world. Sentence so far, the world. 2. Then we end up in the verb state, generating a verb next, say, barks, sentence so far, the world barks. 3. We generate an adjective, say, red, in the adjective state. Sentence so far, the world barks red. 4. Then, in the end mark state, we generate one of the terminating punctuation marks, say, sentence, the world barks red. 5. Finally, we're back in the noun state to generate our next sentence in the essay. This state machine might generate a nonsensical essay that looks like this. Greater than the world barks red. Cousin Harry rains foul. The tigers shimmer fun. Non-deterministic state machine for infinite essay. Although non-deterministic sounds complicated, for our purposes, it just means adding in some randomness. Essentially, we're adding a kind of a coin toss before transitioning to some of the states. You'll see what I mean. The non-deterministic state machine above is very similar to the one before. 
The only differences are. Negations are words like, no, or, not, and conjunctions are words like, and, and, but. Quote dot. In the verb state, we generate a verb and then we toss a coin. If it lands heads, 50% probability, we go to the negation state, otherwise we go to the adjective state. Similarly, in the adjective state, we generate an adjective and then toss a coin. If heads, we go to the conjunction state, if it is tails, then we go to the endmark state. With the introduction of randomness, negation, and conjunctions, we can now generate more interesting and variable length sentences. State design pattern. Now, let's understand how the state design pattern works. Again, remember that we're trying to translate a state machine to object-oriented code. In the essay generation state machine, observe that every state needs to do two things. 1. Perform some action. In this case, generating a word, noun, adjective, etc. 2. Transition to the next state. From noun to verb, and so on. From the point of view of a particular state, there is nothing else that it needs to know about or do. Instead of being bogged down by the complexity of the entire system, all its states and transitions, we can just focus on one state at a time. In my view, this kind of isolation and decoupling is the biggest selling point of the state pattern. Below, we have a UML diagram for the state design pattern. There is some context in which each of the states operates, illustrated by the class. The context object has a private state attribute, which it uses to call the current state to perform its action. Each state implements a interface with methods for performing its action or operation and returning the next state. If we map this onto the essay generation example, the UML diagram looks like this. Info is now an abstract class, indicated by italics, instead of an interface. Abstract classes can have some abstract, not implemented, methods and attributes, while others can be defined. Interfaces are totally abstract. All their methods are abstract. I made this change because implementation is the same across all the states, and avoiding duplicate code is good. Let's break down each of the attributes and methods above. In the class, we have reference to the current object, list of all the words generated so far, setter to change the attribute, method to add the next word to the essay body. We call this method to generate our essay. We stop when the has length greater than returns a string of the generated essay. In the abstract class, we have abstract property, indicated by italics, for a list of words from which we choose words to generate, method which adds generated word to the essay context, abstract method for returning the next state. We'll use as a representative example for all the other concrete states inherited from, a list of nouns from which we choose words to generate, returns the next state. Now, we have everything we need to actually implement this in code. Let's go ahead and do just that, Python code. Let's first write the class in a file called we'll ditch camel case and switch to snake case because, well, Python is a snake, sorry. Then, let's add the states in a file called. Finally, let's add code to run everything in. Running gives us the following output, different each time because of non-determinism, not bad for such a simple system. We can also extend the various word lists ORADD more states to make the essay generation more sophisticated. We could even introduce some LLM APIs to take our essays to the next level. Final thoughts. State machines and the state pattern are a great fit to model and create systems with a well-defined notion of a state. That is, there are specific behaviors and properties associated with each state. The robot vacuum cleaner is cleaning, docked or charging. Your TV can be on or off, and the TV remote buttons will act differently based on the TV's state. It's also a good fit for generating or identifying sequences with a well-defined pattern. This applies to our essay generation example. 
Finally, you might ask, what's the point of all this? Why did we go through all the trouble defining the various states and classes to generate this infinite essay? We could have written 20, or fewer, lines of Python code to achieve the same behavior. The short answer is for better scalability. Imagine if, instead of just 3 or 5 states, we had 50 or 500 states. This isn't hyperbole. Real enterprise systems do have that level of complexity. Suddenly, the state pattern seems much more appealing because of its decoupling and isolation. We can just focus on one state at a time without having to keep the entire system in our heads. It's easier to introduce changes since one state won't affect others. It also allows for easier unit testing, a big part of a scalable and maintainable system. Ultimately, the state pattern is not just about managing states. Like all design patterns, it's a blueprint for building systems that are as scalable and maintainable as they are sophisticated. Thank you for listening to this Hackernoon story, read by Artificial Intelligence. Visit hackernoon.com to read, write, learn and publish.